All right. Well, good morning, everyone. Well, believe it or not, we are in our final week of our sermon series, and we've called it Trust God. And it's, as you can see, it's been going along with this VBS curriculum, which is called Press Play. So it's all focused on music, right? And I was thinking recently that when I was younger, mixtapes were a big thing. And I don't know if you remember what cassette tapes were, but I do. We had the double cassette thing where you could put one cassette in and then record on another one, and then you would leave it, you would stop it right there and then put in another cassette, and you'd make a mixtape of all these different songs. And then when I was in high school, burning CDs and playlists were another thing. And if you think about it, we've been kind of going through a playlist of our own. It's kind of a greatest hits of our faith. And it's called uh, Confidence, Learning to See Yourself the Way God Sees You. And this collection of classic truths reminds us of who we are in Christ and how we can have confidence along the journey. As you can see from the video, we learned in the first week that we can have confidence because we are known by our creator and by our shepherd. And the following week, we learned that we can have confidence because we belong. And last week, we read the story of Zacchaeus, and we discovered that we can have confidence because we are forgiven and we have the ability to change. Being known, belonging, forgiveness, transformation, these are the building blocks that shape our faith life. And now we have reached the part of the week that I think is the missional part of our playlist, the one that sends us out. I can have confidence to make a difference. Now, I think sometimes when we think about making an impact on this world or making a big, um, you know, difference within our communities, we think we got to do these grandiose things, something that spreads to many people and, you know, maybe our own agenda is in it too or things we like or things we think have to happen. But I think for us, we have to realize to make a difference we have to go through first a process that is both internal and external. Martin Luther talks about this. He says there must be an inner spiritual transformation and an outer transformation. And I believe when we go through that transformation, allowing God to shape us, it will cause us to go with a servant heart to serve others. The inner transformation starts by knowing that we are loved. In Luke's gospel, Jesus uses the story of a shepherd going after a lost sheep to illustrate our relationship with God. God pursues us with a never-stopping love. And when we sin or we run away from God, God is always seeking after us, always there with open arms to welcome us back. God pursues us in this way because we are beloved. We are a valuable part of creation. This type of love God has for us is known in Hebrew. There's a Hebrew word, and it is chesed. Can you say that? Chesed. And if you spit on somebody, just apologize to them. Um, 
So chesed means faithfulness, loving kindness, covenant love. So it's not, you know, the love we think, oh, I'm in love. This is a deep commitment. It's a promise between God and God's people. If you think about attending a wedding ceremony and you see that exchange of vows between the bride and the groom, they make those promises for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, till death do us part. That is like this chesed love between us and God. It is God's covenant with us that says, I love you. I love you and I will never leave you. And we must root our identity in the love of God and knowing who we are in Christ through that love. So that no matter what we do, we know God goes with us. And sometimes we're afraid to step out in faith. It can be scary. But if we have that truth and that love abiding in us, we can go out in confidence to serve the neighbor and change the world. We are given the gift of the Spirit that changes our internal being. And when that happens, we start to pay attention more to ourselves. We start to think about offering compassion more than judgment. We turn to prayer when we are in need, and we keep our pride in check, start to practice humility. We seek paths of forgiveness and reconciliation over sitting in bitterness and anger. We start to release our concerns to God instead of holding on to them. Your relationship with God, knowing who you are, is important. But this love, it's not meant to be kept just between yourself and God. It is forming you for God's purpose in your life. The love of Christ that overflows in you is meant to overflow so much that it goes out to the neighbor. That is the outer transformation, thinking outside yourself. And this love is sacrificial because instead of asking ourselves, how does this benefit me? Or if I give something, what will I get in return? Instead, it is a sacrificial love that says, I want to be the hands and feet of Christ. Lord, let me be the vessel for your work in the world. And I think Ruth's story today gives us a good example of responding in love. Ruth embodies this idea of that chesed-type love that outpours from us. The same commitment love that God has for us, Ruth gives to Naomi. Now, in the beginning of the book of Ruth, it tells us that this takes place in the time of the judges. And I think it's important for us to understand that time period so we can understand why Naomi was so depressed. In the book of Judges, it comes right before Ruth, and it's all about how Israel continually strays away from God. They seek their own path, they worship different gods, and what happens to them is their lives go downhill. They're attacked from out, outer enemies, and they wonder where God is. So God sends judges to, to have the people come back. And judges not like a judge in a courtroom, but these judges were warriors. 
So if you know stories like Gideon or Deborah, they were judges. And so they would protect the people of Israel. And then when they were protected, they would lead the people back to God. And the people would repent. And then they would live in harmony with God. And then it would happen again and again and again and again and again. It just was a continuous cycle. So living in this period where they feel that God turns away from them, Naomi felt that her circumstances were a punishment. She felt that she was not worthy of God's love, and so Naomi felt she needed to punish herself living a life of isolation. After her sons and husband had died, Naomi decided to leave Moab and venture back to the land of Judah. And she released Orpah and Ruth, who were Moabites, and told them to stay there in their home country of Moab and find husbands. Orpah was sympathetic to Naomi's request at first, refusing to leave her. But then she ended up doing as Naomi said. But Ruth, Ruth responded with that chesed type of love. Loving kindness, faithfulness, covenant. Ruth was giving up much through this outpouring love, a chance for a new life, a chance to return to her home, her culture, to start anew with the marrying someone else and having children. Instead, Ruth chose to take a new path back to Judah to a land that she was not familiar with. She sacrificed her needs because she saw Naomi's need, and she refused to abandon her. Let's say together what Ruth said to Naomi. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God will be my God. Ruth displays this love, seeing Naomi's humanity, and the larger need for that human connection. Ruth's story reminds me of what Desmond Tutu speaks of, which is Ubuntu. It's an African thought that states, I am because we are. My humanity is bound up in your humanity. A person is a person through other people. When we are rooted in God's love and allow it to overflow through us, we can create these Ubuntu-spirited communities. And in doing that, we honor God. We honor our neighbor and our common humanity. And that is when a seed of, is planted, a seed that will spark change. The great story of Ruth shows us how the hidden yet present God is at work. God does not speak in the book of Ruth and is hardly mentioned, but we see God's involvement, God's chesed working behind the scenes as God so often likes to work. From this act of immense love and loyalty from Ruth, many blessings emerge. Boaz, who's a relative of Naomi, took care of Ruth and made sure that they were fed. He was following the Torah. Naomi, knowing that Boaz was not married, put together a plan for Ruth and Boaz to become husband and wife. 
And they married, and Naomi had a new family. And Ruth and Boaz had a son named Obed. And as the long genealogy tells us, Obed was the father of Jesse. And Jesse was the father of David, who later would be King David. And we know that King David would lead to the line of Jesus of Nazareth. That act of love that Ruth did for Naomi, that Ubuntu spirit was part of that bigger plan that led to the ultimate embody of love through Jesus Christ. And it led to the biggest difference, which is that we, through death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, have new life and we have been set free. To make a difference in this life, we must first bind ourselves to the one who is love and allow the spirit to transform us. We must be rooted in love to avoid the agenda of our own ego. There's an author, um, he's passed, but his name is Wayne Dyer, and he always called ego, he referred to it as edging God out. Root yourself firmly in God's love for you, and you will know how God loves people. And that will teach you how to love others. The impact we can make in life is seeing the humanity in all who cross our paths and meeting them where they're at, meeting them by providing their greatest need. And in this, we do as Paul says, which is to build up the neighbor. So where is God calling you to be active in the world? Do you see a community or an individual, an organization, or even here within our building that is in need of your gifts and talents? Another thing I want to point out is kind of the flip side of this sermon. Maybe you're someone yourself who needs to receive that gift from other people. Do you receive it and allow others to make a difference in your life when you need help? Or do you stick to that little ego voice that says, I'm good. I don't need help. I don't need prayer. Everything's fine. I got it all under control. Well, the truth is, you can't. I can't. Because we were made for each other. And as the church, to make a difference, we give and we receive. We can give and make a difference in others' lives, but we also have to receive that gift of self-giving love from other people, knowing that they play a part in our own story, in our own transformation and growth, and that God is using them also. I think we live in a world that tells us Asking for help shows weakness, but that's not how God built us. I am because we are, is what God calls us to. And in doing this, we acknowledge each other's humanity. We do this to honor God's love. May we trust that the hidden God, the one who loves us and will never leave us, is working behind the scenes through us and in us.
to make a difference in the world. So that all with one voice together in Ubuntu spirit can glorify God and we as community can build up the neighbor and make a difference for the kingdom of God. Thanks be to God. Amen.